Are you ready for the startup experience of a lifetime? Three determined guys building their dreams and sharing their journey. Buckle up and grab a beer because these guys will blow your mind. You're locked in to the Jerusalem Hub audio experience. And it all starts in three, three two, two, one. one. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. I'm Shalom Makowitz, COO and co-founder of Jerusalem Hub. Yaron Pact, co-founder and CFO. Aaron Manlowitz, CTO and CMO. Um, so and co-founder. The, the purpose of this <laughs> the purpose of this podcast, um, just so people are aware, is we're here to discuss how we're the inner workings of what we're doing business-wise, as well as help inform everyone else what it takes to start a business and and the, the kind of dedication, the kind of work that it takes to start a business. So I want to first start off by saying, first of all, I'm really excited. You guys know why I'm really excited? Why? Because this is episode four. You know what that means? It means a full month of podcasting. Ooh. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Also, tomorrow's my Alia anniversary, whatever. It's just a thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> either way, uh, obviously that doesn't matter, but let's move on to the docket here. Um, so last night, yesterday, I worked a full day of work. I came home, and uh, and I was working on the podcast for today. And I was thinking, like, okay, I got everything ready to go, but something doesn't feel right. What's going on here? So late at night, after I f- finished every all the content that I wanted to put on the podcast, after we did a little bit of work on some other stuff that we're going to discuss later, I went to I went to your run. I was like, dude, let's go to the hotel. I need to go on a walk. I need to like brainstorm a little bit so we went fresh yeah so we went to the hotel we got there at about like 12 30 midnight something like that and i'm sitting there and i'm i had two things on my mind the the business and some other stuff and i was just thinking and and then i and then i just it just started hitting me i was like we there are some things that we needed to work on Mm -hmm. like these are things that happen with businesses all the time where there's businesses it's not that hard to start up a business but the, the reality is is that when you have when you have partners and a good team, which we do have a very good team, sometimes there's clarity issues, sometimes there's accountability issues, sometimes there's communication issues. And unless you fix those things, it's not, you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna set yourself, yourself up for failure. And those things are fixable. Those are the types of things where, you know, you don't see them, they're not written down. So, uh, you know, they're easily kind of faded into the background. You kind of lose yeah. a little bit about those, and, and and then all of a sudden it kind of becomes clear, like, hey, we're kind of missing that, and because of that, we're not functioning at a hundred percent. Right. So, These things just like pop up at you, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we're doing amazing, and oh, what happened to that thing that we were supposed so, to? So right. yeah. So basically, like, I was starting to think, like, okay, okay, so what can we do to optimize? Our communication value as a team, we work per we work very well. Everyone's moving fast. There's things that are happening fast, but we kind of we kind of realize like, okay, wait a second. But there are certain things that we're neglecting. Certain things that are letting slip through the cracks. Right. And we and that whole walk, like I was I was sitting there, and then I started working on fixing our filing system, making it more making it more um, organized and all that stuff. And like I did it all there. Like I was not only on I call it a spirit walk. 
It's just the first thing that popped into my head. But not yeah. only are we on like a spirit walk of sorts. walk. Yeah, but, uh, but like I was brainstorming and I was just sitting there working on my phone. I just fixed everything up. So I didn't waste a single bit of time. We ended up getting home actually around 2 a.m. We were locked out of the house. We were knocking on the door, calling. No one was answering the phones. So we were like, okay, well, what do we have? It's like, we got 15 check. Let's go get a chocolate bar. And then finally I got a hold of someone we got in. But that's, that, that's what I wanted to start off with by just explaining that, that most businesses, people have good ideas. People have the dedication. But most businesses are going to fail if you don't pinpoint what those exact problems are. Because those problems are huge problems. And they're not that hard to fix. So, like, last thought on that, um, unless Arnold wants to add something. Um, like, in terms of accountability, we were saying how certain things fall through the cracks. What it really is exactly is irrelevant. But the point is, if we put a system in place, um, you know, what I was talking about is having a phone call every morning, you know, using our WhatsApp group as a form of communication, but not as a main form of communication, because the truth of the matter is text is not the most um, efficient form of communication. A lot gets lost in translation with that. And also, like, you know, not everyone's always on the group or whatever. And then, you know, in the morning we say, this is what we're going to take care of. This is what we're going to do. And then uh, during the day we do it. And then at night we kind of go over what got done and what needs to get done yeah. the next day. So we're always on top of it. And if anything gets, you know, anything falls through the cracks, we can hop that right back on top of the pedestal and get that done the next day like that. That's it. And also, um, I'll add to that the idea, the fact that a lot of us have uh, have other like responsibilities, like I have a family that I have to take care full-time of. Full-time so jobs. It's a full-time job. Also, like we're all juggling a lot of things. So mm-hmm. obviously, like you throw something out there, um, someone will look at it, and then boom, it's gone the next moment because right. things are moving so fast. Our company is growing really fast already. Yeah. yeah. So even in that brainstorming moment, I also came up with ways that we could uh, optimize our work and efforts. But either way, let's move on. Um, you, you went yes. to a, uh, <laughs> you went to a, uh, okay. um, <laughs> you went to a right. conference in Herzliya. Yeah. You want to tell us about that a bit? And you, sure. You got like a, you found a connect there or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's this guy, his name is Shachar Berger. Awesome guy. He's really out there just to help anybody uh, that needs help. He's a mentor for a lot of people. So either way, he kind of met me at this uh, event that I went to a couple weeks back. And he said, hey, I heard a little bit about what you guys do with Jerusalem Hub, and I think you should definitely come with me to this conference in Herzliya and meet uh, this girl there who works with a lot of different organizations. She's part of the international school at IDC Herzliya. So what's I went this guy's name? Shachar Berger. What does he Shachar do? Like, what's his... He works at the Foreign Affairs Office. I don't know exactly what his job is, but he loves mentoring people, he loves getting involved, and he loves uh, just helping anybody out that he can. That's cool. So he's an awesome guy. Um, and... Uh, he took me to this conference, and I met this girl. Her name's Sabrina. Um, Sabrina, yeah. And she's actually a friend of one of the top guys at our crowd. So she said right after the our crowd summit, she's going to get us in touch with him. And that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, I mean, in the end of the day, it wasn't a massive conference. There was mm-hmm. maybe, like, 20, 30 people there. It was more about, like, in- injured soldiers than it was about business, which is okay. It was still kind of cool and interesting. But that little thing, which is not a little thing, um... That's going to be um, huge down the line. Yeah. Every single person that we meet mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. That's the power of networking. Absolutely. We've been seeing. Yeah, 100%. It's crazy. It's crazy how this... Like one person could change our whole... Meeting one person could change our whole business around. Yeah, it's insane, it's insane how fast things have been growing, too. Like, the yeah. reality... Can you imagine a, a month of podcasting? It's crazy. Yeah. Who would have thought? And the amount of traction we're getting at this point. Yeah. Anyhow, 
the moment we've all been waiting for. The Our Crowd Summit. Woo! Two days. Yes, on <laughs> Thursday. What do you guys... Uh, yeah, I mean, we're prepared, right? We're ready to go. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're ready to rock. Like, what are you, what are you guys thinking? Like, like, are we, are we just going to go straight for the free alcohol, or are we going <laughs> to do what we went there to do? <laughs> so we actually do have a meeting with someone. I hope there's free alcohol. We have a meeting with someone at the Our Crowd. Um, so what happens That's is so Our Crowd put up this networking platform on um, on the internet where people who are going to go to the crowd they create a profile and people connect with each other and arrange meetings for the event so I signed up for it and then people started writing to me and this one guy um, I think his name is Yotam or something um, Yotam so, cool. so yeah he wrote to me and we arranged a meeting with him he has nice. um, some app some VR thing which he wants to talk to us about we'll see what happens cool that's so and off, some other surprises to come also so off the bat off the bat we're already we already have something organized over there um, I mean and it's, it's gonna be insane there's gonna be thousands of people there there's an organized by near, near Barkat our crowd I think made in Jerusalem is also associated with it yeah we're gonna meet uh, Roy Moonin. oh we are okay awesome so that's even Hello? better Mad Eye Moody <laughs> yeah, yeah <Mad-Eye> Moody. <laughs> Uh, but it's going to be huge, and you know, the next podcast is going to be filled with so much content about that. You guys are going to hear so much about that. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Um, another really thing exciting. Is, what was cool was that we were we last podcast we were talking about like like business cards and stuff, and I think it was you that mm-hmm. found some really really cool stuff. You yeah. want you could talk about it. Sure. More. Yeah. So I mean, ba- basically, we, we we're always talking about how do we stand out of the crowd, right? We mentioned a little bit about digital marketing, about social media. Um, but every little thing that's slightly different, how do we how do we do that so when people meet us, it kind of just rings in their mind. Like these guys aren't just another guy here at the event, you know. So one of the things I was thinking of is like virtual business cards. You know, everyone has a business card. Everyone gets their business cards, and they end up either in the trash, or they lose them, or they fall in the toilet, whatever or, it is. Or nobody right? cares. Or nobody cares. So I started looking for a virtual business card. I found this really cool little uh, app called Haystack. Uh, Haystack for free lets you design a virtual business card that has all of your um, that has all of your info on it, all your personal info, and you can text it, WhatsApp it, email it immediately on the spot to whoever you're talking to. And I think that gives us a little bit of an advantage, simply because it's a little different. It's, it's more not personable just yeah, as well. that too. And like, listen, I mean, it, it, this is something that Aaron was talking about. Instead of having a card that you need to input the information into your phone. All you need to do, it's two clicks away. You get it, you click into it, and then you click out the contacts, boom, all the oh. information's right there. Boom. So it, there's a, another factor of just accessibility. <laughs> of, Tough acting, of, inactive. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, what it's called, it just, it just makes, it makes it easier for them. So when it's easier for them, there's, it's more likely that they're going to react to it. Mm-hmm. And it's also more interesting because it's different. It's a little more virtual. It gives us a little bit more of a modern, virtual, you know, cool kids feel. So, and that's yeah. how we're gonna stand out. That's how that's, our crowd. It's gonna be that's sick. one of the ways. You get that that pun right there. One of the ways. One of the ways. What the stand out of the our crowd? I don't get that. Stand out. I'm sorry. Stand out of the crowd. Oh, okay. did I have to explain that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have a really busy day on Thursday. Yeah. I also have a football game on Thursday. By the way, just gonna throw it out there. If you guys are at the our crowd summit, you can tweet us at Jerusalem hashtag Jerusalem Hub, and uh, you know, see us there. Let's get connected. Yeah. We want to meet you. We want to meet you. Yes, we do. Who? Meet us. Um, All right. Made in Jerusalem. 
Made in Jerusalem. to you again. Made in Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sure. just serving it up to you. Like <laughs> okay. Pizza. So um, basically, um, Uriel, one of the co-founders at Made in Jerusalem, which is a big accelerator in Jerusalem, um, they're a nonprofit that helps all sorts of different startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, hey, you know what? Until now, we've been kind of like the little guy. Who are these people, right? Now the big boys are starting to recognize our name. Made in Jerusalem came to us. We did not go to them, and they wanted to talk to me. I gave him my phone number. He gave me a call. We talked a little bit. Not so much came out of it, but the, but the matter of fact is, Made in Jerusalem knows who we are. We have communications. Started. Right. Exactly. And he said, "Listen, if you guys ever need any help, you want to collaborate, whatever it is." talk to us so that's just another little thing that makes a big difference in the scheme of things yeah that's it <laughs> cool um uh Aaron, you want we we uh we actually at the globes conference we we met with stand with us and you spoke with them do you want to elaborate on that a little bit slightly oh yeah um secret project in the works secret uh, project yeah. secret secret project it should be like <laughs> secret project. Whatever. Um, so I spoke with one of the representatives. Um, he t- said, give him a call on Sunday. I gave him a call. He didn't pick up. So I'm like, oh, let's see how long it takes to get to um, the Stand With Us place, which is Um He didn't end up calling me back when I got there, but whatever, on my way out, um, he called me and he gave us the, the DL of what we're going to be doing and we will be starting that at some point. I'm gonna be very vague about this because I want mm-hmm. you guys to be a little bit, uh, what's it called? Interested. Interested. <laughs> what could Jerusalem Hub possibly right. be doing what with Stand With Us? Stand what, with, yeah. what are we doing with Stand With Us? Have, what do you think? What do you, yeah, get to us, what do you think? What do you think we're what gonna do, be doing with Stand yeah, With Us? Yeah, tweet us, or Facebook Message us. Message us. Whatever it is. Annoy Instagram us. us. Whatever it is, though, we'll I promise. I promise you guys, it's super exciting. So we're not just yeah. like throwing. We're not just fish hooking you guys. This is actually really. No, cool. we're also fish hooking. We're, okay, we're, we are also, but it is cool. It's really cool. And if there happens to be anyone out there who doesn't know what stand with us is, I'm I, I'm sure there is someone out there who doesn't know what stand with us. Yeah. They're just like, a, would you call them an activist group in a sense? They're all about. Um, there are. What would you call it? Educating um, the college, college kids campuses. about um, how and being anti-BDS, how Israel is actually all this stuff, all these lies against Israel are not true, and um, and also bringing more awareness to Israel. And they like what we're all about, and they want to also bring awareness to Jerusalem and, and high tech. And, and they want to bring awareness to the world about, about Jerusalem. Jerusalem Hub. Yes. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. The next thing I wanted to discuss was, uh, and I, I'm going to give this to your own to discuss because he's the one who set up the meeting for us. Sure. And the, the reason why I want you to discuss is also not only because it's important for us, but also because it's important for anyone who wants to start a business. Um, mm-hmm. You set up next Wednesday, I believe, yep. we have a meeting with Mati. Yep. If you want to explain what that is and why people should know what that is and how sure. they could help them in the future, take it away, man. Okay, so I'll start with what Mati is. Mati is kind of like, for those of you who are from the states, the Small Business Administration, Small Business Association, one of those two. Um, they're there to help small businesses get themselves off the ground. Uh, they they offer for Olim Chadashim, which are new immigrants. They offer uh, free counseling and consulting services. Um, so that works in our favor right there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also just offer a wide variety of services, services for any small business that's trying to get off the ground. So I went into their office next week. I set up an appointment with Yair 
and we're going to talk about a few things that need to get done that haven't gotten done until now. A um, little bit about uh, you know incorporating, getting that whole process set up, um, talking about some other forms of how we want to shape other aspects of our company that we haven't fully formed yet, and we may we may need some help. There's nothing wrong as with well asking as, for help. As guys. well as legal aspects, right? Legal yeah. aspects definitely. Also, they're going to hook us up with a lawyer. A major um, important. Yes. Thing. So in the that's like must number one. Just so everyone knows. Do you want to get the out? stuff you don't want to think about out of the way? Done. That's that's so, a good point. Yeah, I happen to know somebody who has an organization. He's he's in lawsuits with people that he's close with. It's just like it's a messed up situation. Mm-hmm. So you got to get that. If you yeah. want to start a business, you have an idea. As unfortunate and as annoying and as stupid as it sounds, as scary as it sounds, it's the most important thing to do. And that's because I'm know, getting any protection when I sue these guys. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Zuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. <laughs> it was a compliment. That's why I took it. As well. <laughs> um, uh, you're on. You uh, do you have any updates on the, uh, on the, the interns? Interns. All right. I talked to two of the interns that I interviewed, and I told them basically that uh, we found somebody else at the moment. Um, and so there's one last person that's in the loop. I'm gonna set him up for a second. I want you guys to meet him. Whether in the end of the day this actually turns out to be something that w- we can use, and we're actually gonna. Uh, higher, that's fine, but I think for the sake of experience for all of us, I think it's worthwhile to uh, mm-hmm. meet. So, yeah, I'm going to take oh, charge well, of that. Is there anything intriguing to know about this other person you're speaking about? Speaking I, I, just, I just thought that he, he seemed really professional. He seems, the most important thing, and this is something that Aaron was talking about, was he's solutions-oriented. At least that's what he sounded like. He was saying, I'm up for the challenge. Throw something my way and see what I can do. So that kind of impressed me. Uh, and that's if we were gonna hire somebody, that's what we would be looking for. So, that's kind of why I think this guy is worth both you guys checking out. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, do we we have an event coming up? Do does anyone want to elaborate on on what we have? We're it's still in the works of what we're figuring out yeah, what to yes. do. So as of now, I, I guess I could say it briefly. Sure. Um, our last event was awesome, and I think we talk, spoke about that in the last podcast that we want to yep. make it bigger and better. So we have arranged a date and a place at Mike's. Um, we haven't actually opened the event yet, um, but stay tuned. Um, hopefully, after the Outcrowd Summit, when things have uh, our brains have been overfizzled, we will get back to. Uh, arranging it because I think we've been a bit distracted by all the stuff that's been going on. Yeah, but um, we got to start buckling down and start. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be an event. It's happen. going to be awesome. Yeah. So for all y'all that have been getting in touch with me saying when's the next event, there is one. Stay tuned. <laughs> People been getting in touch with you about that. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. That's sick. Can I get a swift high five for that? I right. wasn't so swift. Can I get a Taylor Swift five? Okay, Taylor Swift. You said swift, so I took it to the <laughs> okay. next level. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And fair that's enough. what happens on the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. Okay. Yep. We're jokers here. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, anyhow, so I wanted to move on to uh, to emails in terms of following up with people that we meet, mm. meet with. Does yep. anyone want to like elaborate on that? They don't want to take that. Like, yeah. Um, follow up has to be done. Straight um, up. Within the day of meeting the person, say, just send them a message if you have their phone number, WhatsApp them. Um, should always be like, hey, that was a great meeting. Um, thanks for taking your time to meet with us. Um, let's take the next steps to move forward. Send us your information that we need to look at, or let's arrange the next meeting to uh, start rolling out our stuff. 
Um, we've been a little bit lax about that, and we need to start getting more aggressive and more um, more consistent. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. say about that. Right. I mean, it's not. It's not. I wouldn't say it's entirely our fault. I mean, the reality is, is that you know, starting a business is a scary thing. It's a scary mm-hmm. thing because you're exposing yourself. We're exposing ourselves right now. And we have the abilities, we have the ambition, we have the wherewithal to do it, to do it all. But when you're... You love that word. Which one? Wherewithal. That's a good word. That's a good word. That's a good word. But like, we have it all because we, we haven't been, we wouldn't have been able to do what we've done up until this point had we, do we not have the talent to do so. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's about that, what I spoke about, what I spoke about in terms of my spirit walk. <laughs> that, that, you're, no, exactly. Yeah. That goes back to that system of accountability we were talking about where there's certain things that, you know, there's obviously when you're starting a business or anything, there's certain parts that are super exciting. You want to jump on top of, you want to get that done ASAP. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things where they're crucial and they need to get done, just, but nobody really wants to, and it, there's a, it's not a bad thing. Like, I mean, yeah. let's be honest, nobody wants to do the emails. The emails are the boring part, you know, but... They need to get the done. Follow up is boring, but you got to do it. But you got to do you it. Gotta so do it. it's part of networking. You yeah. can't finish the full extent of networking if you don't follow through. Sometimes right. I follow up right after a meeting. I I walk away from the guy and I send him a text. It was great meeting you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's arrange the next talk or send over the information. We'll get things going. Like right after, like when they're when I'm still stuck in their heads. Like who's this guy that I just sat with for an hour and a half? Right. Yeah. And yeah, so meeting shouldn't be an hour and a half. Hundred percent. But whatever the case is, we're gonna jump on top of that and yep. and strengthen that, and uh, we will any problems that we have, we will <laughs> take head on with our horns. Well, either way, I think in a sense, the fact that we're we're still yeah. young, but we've come so far in such in such a short amount of like short span of time. Mm-hmm. I and yeah. the fact that we've been preparing for the Hour Crowd Summit, I think everything. Like even though it seems everything has come together, I think everything will be coming together. Like very, yeah. like it's going to be a lot more. Uh, what's the word? Like uh, smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word. It's the word well, I'm using. So. We'll, we'll go with that. No, it's just it's interesting to point out that the Our Crowd Summit. Um, that's what we. That was our main goal. Let's get to the Our Crowd Summit and start building from there. But we've been like running so hard that so much has happened. Up till now, that the Alcard Summit was like, yeah, of course we're doing the Alcard Summit. We're not afraid to go in front of people. Like, not at all. like a month ago, we were like, oh crap, Alcard Summit. What are we gonna do there? How are we gonna I know, do it, dude? Yeah. And and now, like four weeks later, like how are you thinking about it? like? I'm of course, excited. we have to be there. Like, there's so much I'm just, that we can honestly, accomplish. I'm more curious about people who are gonna be there that have already heard of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, oh, I've heard of you guys. You guys are what, yeah. like five years old. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like fifty days. About. So that's what's amazing. Nice. Like. That that's nice. that's the biggest um, I think show all of how far we've come up to this point. Mm-hmm. That of course our crowds are we're going to slaughter that. Like yeah. we have to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is cool is that I've been running into friends of mine that I haven't seen in a while, and they're just like, "Yeah, dude, I've been paying attention. We will be in touch." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. <laughs> it's insane, right? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, we're gonna move on to the CRM. Uh, yeah, that's that's your thing. That's my thing. So basically, uh, as of now, we have a system where when we get people to input their uh, information, it goes straight to a doc that we have, uh, which is better than it was before, because before what I was doing it, I mean, we were all doing it manually, yeah. literally just typing in every single name, every single company, every single number. What is the CRM, by the way? A CRM basically is a customer relationship management system. It, it automates all of the uh, aspects of uh, sales, meaning 
when you actually get somebody's information, inputting it into the system, following up. So I'm hoping that this issue that we're having with following up, that'll be one of the main tools that we can use to really uh, build on top of that and um, optimize that for ourselves, for our customers, for the company and everything in between. Yeah. Uh, so that's the concept between the CRM. So basically when people, when we sh like try to get people to sign up, Mm -hmm. It's just going to go straight into a doc, or is that something else? No, so it does go straight into a doc right now, but the idea behind the CRM is once we get uh, our CRM completely up and running, it's going to not only put every th everybody's uh, info straight into there, but it's going to record every single email, it's going to have it organized, um, and any time that we uh, had a transaction with that person in mm -hmm. any way, shape, or form, it records that also, so everything's documented. So we don't need to document it. We don't need to type in. There's a lot less data entry involved. All discussions that have been so done for those, yeah. the so, next one. So for right. those who are listening, the CRM is a program that we are using online. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of free ones. Salesforce is the most prominent. That's the most famous one. But if you're if you're trying to kind of wrap your head around how do we automate, how do we really organize all of our data, which has definitely been something that we've been struggling and learning and building on, so the CRM is kind of the next step into that. Uh, that yeah. yeah. I don't think we even thought about that before we even started. Like how no, much no. people were gonna. There's a lot of stuff we haven't thought about. Yeah. Some <laughs> people actually do um, think about this stuff before they even start, and they get bogged down in all those details, and they mm -hmm. don't even end up starting. What. Our, I think our method was just, let's just, we're just like let's just do it and mm -hmm. when we hit snags we'll deal with it at the right. point and we hit a snag and we're dealing with it and that's how we grow that's actually going. it's funny because like you know I've also started a couple business before this as you guys have also mm -hmm. and the funny thing is that's exactly where I kept on running in where we we'd think about it beforehand and say how do we deal with that when we get there? And the funny thing is, even though that was let's say two, three, six months down the line, mm -hmm. that would be what stopped us now. But our method right now, it's like we keep on going until we get stopped, and then we deal with it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know if that's the perfect way to do everything in life, but in this specific situation with your startup, that mm -hmm. has been so effective. And that's one of the main reasons, just action, action, action. That's one of the main reasons why we've been doing it so well up until now. I mean, it's also kind of interesting how, like, like when you when people start a business, they don't they don't actually know what day they started. Like, mm -hmm. we had a meeting, and we started. And we just yeah. went from there. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of like a funnel where, like, the... The, the responsibilities were like this and they're just going like that. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and now there's just so much to do and there's so many opportunities and the fact that we just just went with the word go, mm -hmm. like that that was it. Unfortunately, it's not like a Monopoly game so mm -hmm. we don't get $200 every time we pass <laughs> go, but hopefully not yet. And, uh, in addition to that, another reason why we went to um, Mati at this point is because we didn't think about how we're going to be making money up mm -hmm. until now and now right. paid clients are really knocking at our door at this point and we can't start taking money, especially legally in Israel yet, until we have all this set up. And we didn't think about this beforehand, how are we gonna do it? We're like, let's do it, we'll come in, and right. then we'll have to deal with it when it happens. And then, so that's one of the right. reasons we're going to Monte. So, so like, guys, like just, I mean, for the audience, for anybody who's dealing with starting a startup right now, stop worrying about those things, they're important. Those are gonna take play. Those are gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But stop worrying about that right now. Just do whatever there is to do. Just Get legitimately, it. you gotta yeah. start somewhere. That's Just start somewhere and go from there. When well, you, you get, get it, the snags, you'll deal with them. Yeah, that's like it. all the all the the. New Year's resolution stuff or whenever someone's trying to give you a pep talk, just do something, just start something, just, yeah. just do it. No, but like anything like that, they, it's you just start mm -hmm. and just keep, just stay mm -hmm. consistent, stay dedicated, and magical things will happen. Le right. So basically, don't stop yourself before you start, and then get to the point 
where you've, and this is where we're at right now. Yeah. We've come too far to only get this far, true. which is an incredible experience. It's like, even if we can't do it, we can't stop. Our name is everywhere. Yeah. Everybody knows us. People are calling us left and right. What am I going to just like go hide under a rock? Yeah, we can't hide under rocks I, anymore. We can't. We have to do I it. I can't even fit under a rock. <laughs> it depends on how big we, the we rock We can find is. you a big enough rock, I promise. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on to the system of accountability. Sure. Well, we covered that a little Sweet. bit, but basically going back on that really quickly. Um, so for us, uh, this is something that, so I served in the IDF, Sean did also, and something that they do uh, for the sake of uh, optimization, like me, when, I use optimization a lot. We're but all me, optimizing. We're optimizing. 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 But, but basically, the reason why the Army does uh, a system of accountability is because it works. And so basically the way that works is we have a meeting every single morning. You have a job, let's say, to, to go guard duty, to... Um, go uh, yeah to go uh, on guard duty or if you have another type of mission right we go we have a meeting in the morning then we do the mission throughout the day and then at the end of the day we have another meeting about how the mission went and how we're going to change the mission mm -hmm. next time so that's something that we're going to start doing uh, for us on a daily basis at least three days a week if, if more obviously that's better and that's how we're going to make sure that the things that have been falling through the cracks are no longer falling through the cracks. Yep. And that's kind of, it's a net, essentially. So, yeah. Um, Just touching on that. This is something that I know Yaron did research on. Yeah. I know that you're like the expert at this. But just so I know, um, and everyone else knows as well, uh, yeah. I want, we, since we're optimizing, that's like yeah. the word of the day, that's apparently. The, it's the word of the day. I want to kind of figure out what are the proper hashtags to use for different social media outlets like what should we start pushing out mm -hmm. and how can we find those hashtags to use like yeah. and stuff like that so a cool little thing Aaron's definitely like more of an expert on this than I have a cool little thing I was yeah. just doing some research was that hashtags like you know I used to be that guy like I don't want to do hashtags that's like what teenagers yeah. do you know but the truth Only is that guy each hashtag connects uh, to any person that has used that hashtag so what's so cool about hashtags is I'm gonna let Arnold get into that. <laughs> Hashtags. That was a great. That was a great intro. Okay. <laughs> Hashtags. Okay, it's um. <coughs> Hashtag snow. Oh, Hashtag man. window. <laughs> Hashtag glasses. <coughs> as well as something there. So, in social media, it's more. Uh, it's more than just throwing your content out there. It's community based, and part of it being a community is discoverability. And different platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, well, I have this cough, <coughs> YouTube, they have all these different systems of how to um, get discovered. For example, Twitter, one of the big things is, oh, and we got another selfie going another on selfie. here. You see, like, just keep throwing out content. That was a terrible yeah. picture. Yeah. Podcast selfie. Do Discoverability. <laughs> You guys are throwing me off, throwing me off over here on this one. Uh, so, the question is, let me uh, do that again, is, hi. Awesome, fine. Back to the podcast, yeah? I need yeah. to do it, okay? Now that we've been rudely disrupted. For content. Shop. It's for the for, sake of content. For the sake it's of okay. content. That time it was for the sake of content. Yeah. Discoverability. Um... So all these different platforms, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, they have all these different ways of being discovered. And 
being that Instagram and Twitter both use the same type of medium, which is a hashtag, um, what people do is they do like hashtag selfie. And if you search that on Instagram, for example, you'll find, find millions and millions of pictures that were um, linked to that hashtag. So another, um, one of the ways that we um, get discovered is by latching onto these hashtags that have um, a huge following already that a lot of people are, that there's a lot of foot traffic on them already, meaning people are searching to see who's using these hashtags. So the question that I guess we're addressing is which hashtags do we use? Correct. Um, so proper, what I've learned um, in proper um, Instagram etiquette is never to put your hashtags on the actual post itself, but as a comment to make the post look cleaner. Mm -hmm. um, you do have 30 hashtags to use, so you better use every single one of them. You only have 30, I didn't know that. You have 30 hashtags. I did not know that. Um, so the way you really want to discover hashtags is look for something in your niche. Like, um, for example, if I search right now on Instagram, let's do this together, I'll do a search for hashtag, what are we, a startup? Let's sure. do hashtag startup and see how many, you can actually see how many posts are in it. Right now I see there's 7 million and 35,666 So, so what posts. you're saying basically is if somebody uses hashtag startup, that means over 7 million people have, have access used, to- 7 million people have posted under that hashtag. That means it's a high traffic um, hashtag and it's a good hashtag to use because that means people are going to be looking for that. And under here, I have a lot of other um, top hashtags that were also used, like Startup Life, Startup, Startup Business, Startup Chile, Startup India. Um, the main thing that I do, my, um, my um, tactic is to use 30 um, related hashtags that ho have over 500,000 and over a million posts to them, because then I know they're, they're going to be discovered and discovered fast, meaning I could I could post something on a beginning um, Instagram account and use 30 really high volume hashtags and get 30 likes on it, even though I only have two followers. Right. So that that's basically how I do it. And awesome. people people yeah. search with hashtags and stuff. People search hashtags. That's how you get discovered. There's people using search to discover more content, oh, and okay. that's the way to do it mm -hmm. through hashtags. So if you're using 30 hashtags, you are basically spreading your name across 30 different discoverable channels. Which could be, really which and could potentially be millions right. of people. And not only they're discoverable channels, they are popular discoverable channels. Um, there's another thing that we also do is um, creating a hashtag for your business, which is also important because you want your business to be discovered under a certain hashtag, like we have hashtag Jerusalem Hub. Um, it's not the same thing as being discovered under that channel, but it gives you your branding. So if someone searches up Jerusalem Hub, you're the only one using Jerusalem Hub, and that is your hashtag. Um, so it's it's okay to sacrifice one hashtag for branding yourself. For build basically yeah. building your own hashtag. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, the difference between Instagram and Twitter is that Twitter you only have 280 characters, so you can't really do 30 hashtags. As opposed to Insta Instagram, you could comment up to I think like 14,000 characters, something like Seriously? that. You yeah. could write a whole blog on an Instagram post if you wanted to. Wow. Um, also, in addition, um, it's it's relatively new, maybe about a couple of months, six months old. Um, 
Instagram stories, if you're not using that, you better use it. Yeah, that's um, huge, huge reach. How, how did those have a reach? That's so, what I've been curious So Instagram um, took stories from Snapchat, and they took it to the next level. They made it discoverable using hashtags. You could put a bunch of hashtags, and if you actually search a hashtag on Instagram, like let's say we do one right now, like startup, okay, you will see a circle on the top with um, a hashtag, and those are stories that used that oh, hashtag. Wow. Oh, wow. So That's if you get your story on there, and there's maybe, I don't know, like 15 stories up there, you will be your story will be seen by a lot of people, and I've gotten a lot of traction just by putting a hashtag on a story. Just learn something new. Yeah. So put <laughs> hashtags on the story, and also try to make your stories. Look so nice. how? So so now that I understand how Instagram stories are relevant, how are yeah. Facebook stories relevant? So Facebook has rolled out stories as a new thing as well. I mean, it's been new for personal accounts, but they actually just rolled it out new on on. Um, for Facebook pages and for Facebook, um, what's the other one? Group pages and groups, groups. exactly. Um, not a lot of people use it because they think it's gimmicky. That's why every single Facebook page company should be using it because you will always be on the top of the feed, especially with the new algorithm that Facebook rolled out, which is knocking down business pages and making your um, Facebook feed more personable. So if you have a, um, a story for your Facebook page, which is exactly the same thing as um, as Instagram, just not as discoverable. Um, if someone likes your page, they will see your content and they'll be reminded of your page. That's all, all I right. have to say about that. That's a lot of information. We're probably going to discuss that a lot. Yeah, and things are evolving every single month. I think Instagram is rolling something out, something new out this year. Like I've uh, I have a contact that is feeding me a lot of new information that hasn't come out yet. Like for example, Instagram may be splitting their feed app from their story and build a additional build story. App. Wow. That, um, I don't know when that's gonna like that happen. Would, I feel like that would be a little much. Um, yeah, um, that's that's just new. We'll find that's out. Crazy. We'll see. Um, well, with that being said, I, I hope you learned something from that. I definitely did, because now I understand why I keep doing Instagram stories. <laughs> now I'm going to do a lot more. <laughs> yeah. No, Instagram stories. I mean, just, just that whole thing. Like, guys, that's valuable right there. I mean, we keep on yeah. saying about how getting, you know, get yourself out there and all, but we're just now talking about the technical aspects of that. How to get yourself out there, not from, yeah. pers not from the perspective of getting yourself out of your comfort zone, but from the perspective of... How do you get yourself out there so that people actually see you? That's How do you be discovered? Right, that's incredible. So now we're gonna move on to uh, the next section of this podcast, which is uh, current affairs. Um, I, we're, this time we're gonna be talking about Alexa and why mm. it's so important and the competition that's coming out for them. Um, all I know about Alexa is that it's this box that you talk to and you just say stuff and it does what it, you say. Doesn't make you food, but it does everything else. Uh, does it make you food? You can order. Okay. Oh, you can order food. That's not making food. But either way, so pretty cool. Come on. Like, why is Alexa so important in terms of like SEO and like why is it so relevant? Why is it such a big deal? Voice is the next thing. That's why. Voice is going to be taking is going to be taking over social media as we know it now. Just we have a little thing or something here. Oh. Pause. Time out. 
We're timing out here? We're timing out for a second. We didn't have to. Yeah, we didn't have to. Alright, I'll just cut that out. Anyway, voice is the new the new um, kid on the street, I guess, as you can say. Like, we already have um, Google is in on it. Alexa is pretty much dominating it. Like, if you want to know some, like, quick facts about Alexa, let me just throw them down. Sure. Just plug it in, guys. So yeah, so here's a, a few interesting ideas, um, facts about Alexa itself, and then I'm going to elaborate a little bit more about benefits, like why is it so important? First of all, it's important while well, this loads, okay, 12 amazing Amazon Alexa statistics. This was um, updated in November 2017, actually. Um, number of uh, skills available on Amazon Alexa right now is 25,000 skills. Okay, so let's talk about skills. First of all, Alexa is like any smartphone except you control it with your voice. You can also connect it straight to your phone and that's basically how um, you can control everything and then monitor all the stuff on your phone. Anyway, um, so a skill is basically an app. Um, like I can just throw this one out there. I could say Alexa fart, and someone ki someone created. I'm not joking. Someone created a skill that if someone says Alexa fart, um, Alexa will play a farting noise. Um, there's a lot of many, there's many other things. Um, you have daily briefs, um, which is a news brief, where all these news agencies already are putting out content via voice. You say, Alexa, what's on the news? And if you already added CNN or NBC, Fox, they will read out to you their news brief for that day, which are updated every single day. Meaning, if you have a blog or something, you can create an Alexa skill called News Brief, and someone will add it to their skills, their apps on their Alexa, and your News Brief will be put on, which is something that I talked about like a month ago about what we should be doing creating an Alexa cool. skill um, hey let's get on that just put yeah put that down just yeah. something to think about so right now there's 25,000 skills as of November meaning it's not saturated yet with a thousand millions of is apps like, is it like AI in a sense that it's going to be adapting AI is like the core center of Alexa at this point um, there's crazy stuff so it's not saturated with apps, so meaning that you could build an app and make it something really, if you have something created, like I've seen blackjack apps, you could play blackjack and pay money and make money with an Alexa skill just by gambling. That's just cool. And um, wow. there's about 8.2 million devices, people that own an Amazon Echo. Oh. Um, interesting. We're probably gonna discuss it much later on. Yeah, there's so much more to go and and really, like enough. you can you can order um, Amazon Prime. You can listen to music. You can probably grow shop for groceries on That's Alexa at this point. Um, we're gonna move on oh, yeah, to the next section. Lot. We're gonna move on to the next section. Uh, this is That's perfect. This is yeah. the the books that we've we've read in the past week. I'm gonna start off. I uh, have officially finished uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. Mm -hmm. um, I had to restart a few times because it's literally full of information. Yeah, I think it's jam-packed. Um, it was a damn good book. I highly recommend it. I What I thought was really cool and interesting about it was the fact that a lot of his examples 
were not business related. They were family like and yeah. wife related. They were family, family related. Relationship. It was like relationship related. And, and it was making me think like, okay, why am I listening to this book if it's just family related? Which obviously is important. Mm -hmm. But it was like, but I, I realized that like, it's not only that you practice with your family so that you can practice on others, but it's not, it's also the fact that if you have a stable home base, stable environment, yeah, everything else is stable. You're meant, you're, every, you're mentally stable. You're, you're, you're calm, cool, calm and collected. And I, I really highly recommend that book. I'm probably going to listen to that book again. It's, yeah. It was a it's really sick book. The next book I'm going to get onto, which was recommended by Yaron, which which I hopefully will start <laughs> this this coming week, is um, uh, the Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. Um, yeah. And that's 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 what I have to say about my books. Uh, Honestly, yeah, the, the Personal MBA. I've listened to that three times now because <laughs> it's so jam packed with useful information every single time I listen to it I learn something new that's Even, the one that you finished yeah, this week. yeah that's the one I finished um, and it, it's a little bit long but it, it's just it's got so much valuable content in it I mean honestly I'm going to listen to it again at some point uh, if I just I want to get onto other books at this point but otherwise I just get like rewind it and do that again there's just so much valuable content yeah I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to, to kind of I'm yeah. very excited <laughs> to start that <laughs> to book to start that one um uh, and Aaron, what, you, what what are you up to? So um, I also recently finished the Seven Habits. I actually actually started reading it, and then uh, a few months ago, then I just listened to it quickly and was blown away. Learned so much. But now I started this this week, a few days ago, a book called *Sapiens: A uh, Brief History of Humankind* by Yuval Noah Harari. He's actually some Israeli guy that lives in. Uh, he wrote this while he was in Bar Ilan. Uh, University was Barilon? No, the University, the Jerusalem University thing. What's Hebrew, it called? Hebrew, Hebrew University. Yeah. Anyway, um, that that book really like takes you through like every little step of the way how um humankind started and how they evolved. The difference between sapiens and Neanderthals and how the Neanderthals they like they fell off from um, the face of the earth. I'm a Neanderthal. Just no, so you're people not. Just <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. But it also gives you very deep insights into who we are, how we think, how we act, personalities, really how cool. that evolved. Um, and if you're wondering how that relates to business, like he actually, like I'm maybe four hours into the book about, yeah, eight chapters in and, and we are already talked about like what a business essentially is. And he explained it basically as smoke and mirrors, it's not a real thing. Because really it cool. used to be that people, when they did business, they were passing on real stuff, yeah. like sticks and stones, and and there was actual trading goods, trading goods and stuff. Yeah. But business, even before that, but businesses, like you compare you stuff. compare that kind of to religion, how that's kind of like, in a sense, in our heads, it's beyond us, mm -hmm. and um, like any company. And he talked about other stuff like the agricultural revolution, which is which is what I'm up to now, and how was it good or was it not good? And there's so much information. I have way more to go, and we I had to ruin the book for everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, there. I barely started it. Awesome. Um, yeah, I I would if anyone's starting a book, I would recommend any of those books as well as the Four Hour Work Week, which is a great book. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's cool because it's the four hour work week specifically talks about learning every skill. 
not just mm -hmm. learning one skill. Right. The, the day of learning one skill is over. It's over. You got to know how to do a little bit of everything. That's the only way you're going to be able to succeed yeah. in business. Let's move on to the questions. My favorite part. <laughs> we got questions from viewers and How many questions fans. do we have this week? I think week? we have three questions. Three? Three? No, four. four. We have four questions. Four. Four, four questions. questions. Let me see how many do I see here. You have one from you, huh? The first one we got today was from Maple Holistics. <laughs> AKA Azaria, AKA Kalev Bakarak. Really, he runs that, that Twitter? Yeah, he, he's, the, he's, he's our, so far, our, our hey. best listener, our most dedicated listener. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, J-Hub, big fan here. Thank you. We appreciate that. Wondering if you had any tips on how to improve your social media skills. Well, we discussed that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always come naturally to everyone. Thanks for all the great work, and rock on. Nice. It's an amazing question. Um, we I'll did tell discuss you, it. Briefly. We did discuss it. I'll I'll give a brief on it because we have a bunch of other questions to talk about. But how I don't think um, just to say it doesn't come naturally to everyone. I don't think it comes naturally to anybody because all these social medias were created by one individual who made up how each social media works. So the best way to do it is to emulate how the people who are doing well in it are doing it. And I'm not talking about celebrities. I'm talking about people who are actually putting in the work. Watch what they do, don't watch them. Go on See YouTube what they do. also. YouTube is an amazing source yes. for learning how to do things the right way. YouTube so University. if you want to learn how to best do Twitter, there's millions of videos probably about how to do it. You want to do Instagram, basically all the information I spewed earlier about Instagram, I learned off of YouTube and tried and tested myself and yeah. It worked. Same thing with Facebook. So you're right, it doesn't come naturally to anybody. That's why you gotta do the research to see how you can use it for yourself. It's kind of subject subjective. Do you wanna get the next question or should I get the next question? You get the next question. Okay, Moshe Epstein. If my startup fails multiple times, how many times do I get back up before it's time to quit? It's an interesting question. So the question is why did it fail the first time? And also it failed the second time. you define as failure. What's a failure? Like. How long were you in the game to say that it failed? Did it fail because you just decided like, I can't do the work anymore, so I'm gonna fail it? Did you fail because you stopped making money? Because that happens with everybody. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tony Robbins, he says, don't change the goal, change the strategy. So meaning, mm -hmm. let's say even if you tried something five times and you failed, he's, he says, don't just give up on that, just find a different way to go about doing but that. It's all, that's exactly. also a very profound quote in the sense that you can apply that quote into any aspect sure. of life, not just business. Right. If you, I don't know what it is, like if, there's, if you want to be more productive, so you change the plan, wake up earlier in the morning, mm -hmm. yeah. go to sleep at an earlier time, get better sleep so that you were more productive and more fresh in the day. Like that's what I would expect. I mean, that's, that's when people say, you have to fail in order to succeed. The only, the only way you're gonna learn how to succeed is by failing. Right, and that also segues into Einstein's quote about what insanity is. Mm, what is insanity? Not the workout thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Insanity is someone who tries something um, many times expecting a different result. Right. Do Does, that doesn't mean like stop your startup, that means Started in a different way, 
and then you'll get a different result, like not failure after a few times, but success because you try it a different way. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that quote is gold. Yeah. Right, what was it? Insanity is trying something over and over the same way, Expect but expecting a different result. Yeah. It's great. It's, yeah. You can apply that to like uh, like uh, a skater, like a like guy who's a pro skater. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's gonna he's got one trick. He's gonna keep doing it, mm -hmm. and once he once he lands it, he's ready to go. Mm -hmm. You have yeah. the next question. Do you have a question from Yahuha? Yahuha. Do you want to do this one? Sure. So the next question is from our dear friend Yehuda. Given your awesome marketing team, how can you use marketing in different ways than you already are? Interesting question. Hmm. He's kind of challenging us in a way. He is challenging yeah. us. I mean, but like I said before, we started our business and things have just kind of, like, there's infinite possibilities. Right, right now, we were rocking social media. We Last week, we just went on YouTube, so that's yeah. one part. We now understand how to use Instagram stories mm -hmm. and what why they're so important. Also, things like the virtual business cards that's going to help us market right. ourselves in person differently. And Alexa skill, Alexa skill. We right. also have the the weekly emails that's marketing mm -hmm. sure. as well. We have our events that's marketing. Yeah. Uh, we have following up on our networking that's marketing. We have showing up at these events like the Outcrowd Summit that's right. marketing. I mean, is right. there anything else I'm missing here? Not SEO, that's also sure. marketing. But also, a thing that's really important to note is that it's not about looking for different ways to market the way you already are. It's about seeing what's working. Should you change it? Maybe you don't need to do something different in that Just point. You need to stay consistent. You're you need to stay consistent and use that way even better than you have at this point. Like the 80-20 like the rule from uh, the 4-Hour work week. Exactly. Right? If you see what's working, focus 80% of book your drop. Yeah. book drop. Boom. Knowledge. <laughs> Taste that, all right. <laughs> but the point is, if it's working, focus more on that, and then focus less on things that aren't necessarily working as much, and that's exactly. it. Yeah. And our last question from Aishman, I believe this is uh, Ellie Scheller. Ellie Scheller. His question. Love you, boy. His question is, what's the deal with Wix? In one <laughs> word, what is the deal with Wix? Let me ask Google. What's with Wix. <laughs> Let's see what they come up with. Does anyone know who what Wix? It's really is? funny. I just wrote what's with Wix, and the first thing that came up was WordPress. Boom! There you go. That's the deal with Wix. So this is Wix. Wix.com is a cloud-based web development platform that was first developed and popularized by an Israeli company, also called Wix. It allows users to create HTML5 websites and mobile sites through the use of online drag-and-drop tools. So after asking if you should use Wix or not, um. Because that's what I assume you're asking. Um, so, yeah, really use any platform that works for you. Um, you can use Wix. Our website is actually on Squarespace. Squarespace. I just like their platform better, and I think they have better SEO. And I didn't want to put together a full WordPress website because we just needed something up. Um, I oh, personally good. don't like Wix. That's just my. Uh, Wix is cool also because they have, they have uh, workspaces like public workspaces all over the world uh, yeah. that people can go and work at and, and build websites there. So that's just kind of cool. Also, I don't yeah. maybe something that we do. So that's what's with Wix. If you want to use it, use it. If you there's many other options out there. Um, it's definitely much easier than WordPress. And I think there's another one called Wibbly. There's Jimdo and GoDaddy. I know has their own thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Like if you want to make a uh, 
a, what's it called? A shopping store? Use Shopify. It's easy. It puts everything together for you. Even payment. Shopify is cool. Shopify, like Shopify. Cool. That's all I have to say about that. All right, so we're done with the social media quizzes. Thank you very much for those. We had four. That was awesome. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get guys, more. So guys, in the future, hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Get more of those questions coming in. We will give you shout-outs. We will address yeah. them. We will talk about them. All right. And now, since we're heading towards the end of our podcast, our episode four, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of motivation. I picked a quote. It was from Winston Churchill. If you don't know who he is. Google him. Figure it yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out. Um, Shame on you. His quote is this, success is not fatal. Failure is not fatal. It is courage to continue that counts. What does that mean to you guys? I guess he's trying to, I mean, for me, it kind of sounds like he's putting it all into perspective. Like, none of those are absolute, right? Success, like, once you're successful, you're not just automatically always successful, you know? Right. Uh, also the same as failure. Just because you failed in the past doesn't mean you're gonna keep on failing. Right. It's, it's an up and down, uh, yep. scale that goes on your whole life but he says what, what it is courage to continue that counts mm -hmm. that's what we were talking about before really like um, just go with it and start taking action like don't worry whether you're gonna be a success or mm -hmm. you're gonna fail don't worry don't worry whether your marketing plan is gonna work or not work don't worry about how you're gonna be paying your taxes just keep going. Like if you fail at one thing, you're just gonna you just keep rolling with the punches and move along. Like right. we've hit a bunch of snags and stuff. Just keep on. And we going. just keep on going. Like this stuff so, doesn't stop us. Right. So it might seem that a lot of this stuff is incredibly repetitive, but that's the key: is that it actually is repetitive, and it's yeah. very simple to understand. It takes dedication. It takes consistency, and success is not a one thing. It continues. Like for example, we started our business. I said this. This is the third time I'm doing this. We just started, and then we kept moving. We realized how much more there needs to be done. Yeah. So that's the courage to continue. Right. You know, when, like, some people think they're like, oh, I want to get married, right? Right. And they think that, oh, I'm going to be married, I'm going to be happy. It's like, no, you get married, and it's work. Yeah. And then you have, mm -hmm. to, you have to have the courage to continue, because that courage it defines how, how interested and how dedicated you are to making it work. Right. It's, right. You, have to, you have to enjoy the journey... Accept the failure for what it is and learn from the failure and keep on moving because if you don't do that and it's then you're never you're never going to truly f succeed where you want to succeed but it's not it's not that hard just you gotta keep stay rolling. consistent and keep moving keep. and no matter yeah keep, keep rolling, on rolling, rolling keep on rolling, <laughs> rolling. <laughs> but the thing is like if you if you if you wake up every morning with the idea that yesterday was yesterday today's going to be much better mm -hmm. Things will happen. They'll start clicking like crazy, and it, and it's just it takes dedication, takes consistency. Um. <clears throat> that being said, we're ending it off with a challenge. We are starting to do. We started last week, but now this is official. A new section, weekly challenge. What is it? Just read it off real quick. Okay, so our weekly challenge to you is: we want you to make a Facebook story and an Instagram story, and we want you to 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 tag us in them so that we know that so that we know that you did it. This is a way to get yourself out there. So start getting that ball rolling, start marketing yourself, whatever it is you want to do. Yes. Even if you don't want to start a business, who cares? You might have some idea that you want to do, so people want to, this is the challenge for you, to get out of your comfort zone, because mm -hmm. that's part of the journey, that's how you're going to succeed. Use those hashtags, like we were talking about. Yeah, and if you awesome. tag us, we'll, we will uh, give you a shout out in our next podcast. Awesome. awesome.
Um, so thank you for coming out. This concludes episode four. We'll be seeing you next week in episode five, telling you about how we how we thought the outcrowd summer we landed. So, it. And like, so share, much more. and subscribe. Thank you very much. And this concludes everything.